Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by Larson Hicks on May 9th, Lord's Day Service. We come now to our preparation for confession. Our exhortation this morning comes from Proverbs chapter 10, verse 13, which says, Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. This passage teaches us that love covers offenses. Covering sin is actually a very high calling. It's in fact the work of our Lord Jesus Christ. He covers our sins and separates it, us from it as far as the east is from the west. Hatred, on the other hand, stirs up strife. This proverb is a, is a call to be a peacemaker like Christ. Christ is called the Prince of Peace. And on his Sermon on the Mount, he says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall inherit, be called sons of God. James teaches on this topic in the third chapter of his epistle. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not, but do not boast, excuse me, but if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. The wisdom, this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So we learn here in James that wisdom is meek, it's peaceable, it's gentle, it's willing to yield. But bitter envy is self-seeking and it's demonic. In other words, strife comes from hell. Speaking of hell, you kids have probably never heard of the, uh, the 90s show Jerry Springer, but it was a very popular daytime television show back in the 90s where the whole real purpose of the show was to get people to fight each other on stage, to kind of put people in these situations where there would be fireworks. The fact that this kind of thing passes for entertainment tells you really all you need to know about the state of culture in our, in our country and, then, and the fact that this show itself was popular, was wildly popular for years. The proverb says that hatred stirs up strife, and James says that this stuff comes from hell. So, we shouldn't love drama. We shouldn't love strife. In fact, if you love to stir up strife, then biblically speaking, you're full of hatred. One way we get into strife is when we're full of unrepentant sin and we become prickly. The wrong comment, the wrong look, even the wrong sound can become intolerable when you're in this state of mind and you just kind of want to smack the person that's annoying you. In our home, we call this being out of fellowship. You're out of fellowship with God. You're out of fellowship with one another. But, um, but in this state, you're kind of like a powder keg. It's like any spark could set off an explosion, just a, a little bit of static even, and you end up dragging others into your sin. So what about when you're not out of fellowship, when you're, when you're just going along, you know, going about your business, you're, you're minding your own happy, godly business, and, uh, and then someone sins against you. How should you respond? Well, obviously, there's a vast spectrum of different types and degrees of sin. Um, so there, shouldn't be a, there should also be somewhat of a spectrum of how we respond. If it's a grievous sin, if it's going to have huge consequences, then, of course, you shouldn't just turn a blind eye to it. 
you'll need to go to that person. You may even need to bring someone else or, or even get the church involved. But our response to many of the normal, everyday sins that take place in our homes should often be just to joyfully overlook them. This is an especially important lesson for you kids to practice with your siblings. So kids, when you see your brother or sister break a rule, your very first reaction shouldn't be to go tattle on them to mom or dad. Of course, there are times when you need to tell your mom and dad, right? If they're doing something dangerous or they're breaking a really big rule, but many times, the right response is to let love cover it. Of course, the adults, we don't get off so easy either. There are many times in our daily, in our daily uh, lives where we have to practice this discipline of, of letting love cover sins with our kids, with our spouses, with our coworkers. And oftentimes, we can be a lot worse than kids. Instead of running off and tattling, we respond with some sort of pettiness or nastiness, which, which really a lot of times is worse than the thing that the sin that, that, uh, that started it all, right? So uh, we also need to learn how to let love cover sin. And how do we do that? So for starters, if you're out of fellowship, the first thing to do is, is, to, is to look at, are you out of fellowship with your family and those around you? If that's the case, it's going to be virtually impossible to let love cover sin. So if there's beef between you and someone else in your home, go make it right. Apologize. Don't let the sun set on your anger. Second, if you're out of fellowship with God, with unrepentant sin in your own heart, then again, covering sin will become nearly impossible. So go deal with your sin before God. In fact, your reaction to, to being sinned against is a great barometer for kind of the state of your soul and the state of your relationship with God at that moment. If you're utterly offended and filled with righteous indignation when your brother drinks the last cup of orange juice, then you likely need to go stop and go check in with God. In Thessalonians it says, See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and everyone. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. We should be in constant conversation with God, repenting of, to Him of our sins, big and small, and constantly giving thanks. This is how we become sanctified and are able to grow in wisdom and maturity to become like Christ and to be filled with the Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Finally, let's look at a third way that God teaches us to have the kind of love that covers sin. First Peter says, Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that every, in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Peter teaches us that showing hospitality is an object lesson in gratitude to God by sharing the good gifts that you've received. Hospitality is an opportunity to, to humble yourself and to serve one another. And hospitality is an opportunity to depend on God for strength and the good attitude to do it without grumbling. So, be hospitable. It's hard. It will require strength from God. Pray that He will give it to you and that He'll give you the grace to be hospitable and give Him the glory when He hears your prayer and blesses your hospitality. We do all of this because we want to be like Christ and we want to bring Him glory. 
We let love cover we let love cover sins because Christ covers our sins. We make peace with one another because he has made peace between us and God. And we invite others to our table because he has invited us to his. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. <laughs>